Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. My name is Alex and you are listening to the Staggered Stance Podcast where I give my staggered stance on everything and everything stand-up paddleboarding as well as personal and lifestyle. Before we get into things, I just want to say a big thank you. This is the first episode that I am filming after officially releasing my podcast to the public. I'm really happy with how it was received. I really hope to continue and I hope to make this podcast better bit by bit. And yeah, I also hope you guys had a good Christmas or holidays, whatever you celebrate. And I also hope we have a good New Year's in the next few days. But anyways, let's get into the topic of this podcast episode, which is my injury. For those of you who don't know, I've been dealing with a knee injury in both my knees for about a year and a half now. I don't really talk about it as much on social media. I think I mentioned it once, only ever, and that was like back in 2022. But surprise, I am still dealing with it and it is still very prevalent in my day-to-day life. And I want to talk about kind of how it started, what happened the timeline where I'm at now and also I want to talk about how it affected me personally and how my mentality has changed and how I am affected nowadays. So let's get into things. I wrote an entire outline so it is a lot to get through. The very first time that this injury started was around June of 2022. This was a time where I was preparing for two competitions that were back-to-back. The first one was Guanade which is the junior national championships here in Mexico and the weekend right after was the Gorge Pedal Challenge in Oregon. And also in 2022, I was dealing with a lot of mental struggles in regards to my paddling. I hope to make an entire episode just about uh, mental struggles and all that stuff because I did deal with a lot of it in 2022 and I've since come out of it and I want to talk about it because I'm pretty sure a lot of people share this same experience that I experienced. So yeah, anyways, I had the bright idea to leading up to these competitions train three times a day. Now that is totally a normal thing for a lot of athletes for sure, but considering my level at the time, it was completely unrealistic and just a completely different level for what I was at the time at. So what I would do is that I'd go to CrossFit in the morning and then I'd go straight to the gym and then in the afternoon go paddle. And one of my CrossFit classes, I was, we were doing a knee exercise where we'd kind of like bend, I don't know. It was, it was a normal, very normal exercise. And when I was doing it, I did not feel any pain. I could feel myself working out, but like I did not feel any pain that would be alarming. And it wasn't until after I was done with those exercises that we were switching to another exercise that I could not do it. I was in a lot, a lot of pain and it was specifically my right knee. Uh, There was no pain in my left knee. It was just my right knee. And I told my coach, he was like, okay, just take it light. Like, don't worry about it. After the exercise and also after the class, I felt good and I felt good enough to the point where I went to the gym and I ran for like 40 minutes. So that was the first time the injury kind of popped up and kind of showed itself. And after that, it was kind of showing up every once in a while. It would kind of hurt when I'd lift myself from the ground all the way up. It would hurt when I was doing squats. It would hurt a little bit walking up the stairs. And I thought it was those types of injuries that if you kind of just stayed off of it, that it would go away. So during my competitions, it was really common that we'd be taking photos and so I'd crouch all the way down to be in the photo and then whenever I'd be lifted back up I've always I'd always ask someone to help me back up just so I did not put the weight of my body going back up if that made sense and I try to stay off my knees as much as I could and I was fully expecting that with me being super careful I'd be able to heal from this pain and it wasn't until after those competitions when I got back into things I was at the gym I was doing my exercises and I was still feeling that pain 
And I'm like, you know what? It's been around a month and a half since this happened and it hasn't gone away. Let's get some help. And so we went to a friend of ours who is a physical therapist and he worked on my knees. And this was the very first time that anyone had said anything about my knees. And so he did what he believed would be good for my knees, which he massaged them. He kind of released the tension and we did a few exercises. And then right after I went with him, I tried foiling for the first time, like electric foil. And I put a lot of strain on my knees and I think it was just like built up tension. Now looking back at I think it was built up tension and it got to the point where it was so bad that I could no longer stand for more than five minutes without being in excruciating pain and I'd have to sit down. I could barely walk up the stairs. I could barely walk around and this is going on for a few weeks and it was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying because all of a sudden I could barely stand up, walk, do anything and I became an extremely sedentary individual. I did not want to walk up the stairs to my kitchen, to my living room, so I stayed in my room all the time. And worse, I could not train. I went like two or three months without training at all and that was super incredibly scary considering I had nationals coming up and another competition coming up. So I realized that obviously uh, this wasn't fixed. So we decided to go to a different doctor and I went specifically to a doctor that was part of my state federation when it comes to paddling and just sports in general. And I was diagnosed with Syndrome Palelofemoral, which in English is patellofemoral pain syndrome. Uh, I don't know if I said that right. And I'm gonna read what the overview is, I guess, on Google. It is a condition in which the cartilage under the kneecap is damaged due to injury or overuse. It is the most common cause of knee pain seen by doctors. It is common in people who participate in sports, especially women and young adults. So that was a triple whammy right there. <laughs> the most common symptom is knee pain that increases with stair climbing or squatting movements. The primary treatment is rest, pain relievers, or physiotherapy. So I was given this diagnosis and it seemed pretty accurate to what I was dealing with. But what they recommended was to stay on campus in this area that this doctor was at, uh, to stay there for two or three months to get physical therapy. And this was actually really scary because this was in Guadalajara, which is four hours away from where I live right now. So they recommended me moving to Guadalajara, staying on campus for two to three months. But then on the weekends, I'd have to find another place to stay at because they weren't allowing people who lived on the weekend. So being told that was definitely very, very scary. And at that time, I just wanted my knee pain gone. I was fully willing to move my life to Guadalajara for two or three months and find a place to stay on the weekends. But my parents were like, nope, let's try something else. Let's get another opinion. So at this point, we were looking for our third opinion. We ended up looking at a sports doctor 30 minutes away from where we live. He heard the diagnosis from the other place and he was like, mm, I don't know about that. So let's get an MRI done. So I had to get an MRI done for both my knees. So I was in there for, I'd say, a little more than an hour and a half, staying completely still. And what he saw in the MRI is that my kneecap might have been a little too high than what is supposed to be. That was his belief. Now looking back on it, seeing my MRI scans, I really don't believe that that was the case but what he recommended was getting this injection it essentially is almost like a lubricant that you inject into your knees is supposed to help with mobility and to make everything more fluid so i got injected into both the knees it was 
I don't want to talk about it, but um, it was excruciatingly painful. Like I was given numbing cream and I still felt so much pain. And so this was supposed to help me or something and I was supposed to do little checkups just to see how I was doing. I was essentially, because of this injection, it had to like kind of seep into my knee. This is sounding so disgusting, but I was immobile essentially for a week, I think, and nothing had gotten better. And at this point, I was feeling so incredibly hopeless. I had gone through three doctors, MRI scan, injections and we were now searching for a fourth opinion and that is when we landed in a rehab physical therapy facility that my mom had been going to because of her shoulder and so we went there i explained what had happened everything that i had done and she said that it sounds like you either have damaged cartilage or inflamed tendons so that was going to be my initiation to physical therapy to kind of help with what i was dealing with but they also gave me more injections except this time i was being injected with glucose which is essentially sugar the whole point of this was to inject both my knees and it was around i'd say 20 to 30 injections per knee they were very tiny but they were all like sporadically placed and the whole point was for there to be a spike in sugar to kind of tell my body to send uh i don't know cells or something to start repairing that area of my body it was basically to signal my brain to start healing that area of my body and so after that the injections i for the first time i felt absolutely no pain it got to the point where i was dealing with chronic pain for about two to three months and after those injections after those glucose injections i felt amazing it was astonishing how better i had felt i felt absolutely no pain but it did not mean that the injury was gone it just meant a temporary healing process and then i had to focus on getting physical therapy and still staying off of it with this i was finally able to actually do stuff i was getting back into things i was kind of paddleboarding i was doing a little bit of exercise the ones that wear it off i got another set of these shots right before nationals so i was able to handle the weight of what I was going to be doing because I was going to be paddling 18 kilometers uh, at national so I really really needed that little extra boost and also by the way I did one competition in like September and then nationals was in November and this is during the beginning of my injury and I did not train a single time for any of these competitions it was crazy because my body literally would not let me train for these competitions because my knees hurt so much but after nationals I went to physical therapy I would go three times a week I think I'd take the bus 30 minutes go to this this place and then come back and I do that three times a week and then in January I was slowly getting back into things and then from January to April I was consistently doing physical therapy and then April I kind of stopped because at that point my injury was relatively gone it wasn't all the way gone but it was it had improved a lot and then the only really thing that we had to do was just build strength in my knees to protect those areas so that it would no longer become an injury again all of that and it now leads 
to now in December. I have now been assigned exercises to do at the gym for my knees and I am feeling a promising recovery though I am still dealing with it. A lot of times in the cold it really really hurts. Now that I've talked about the timeline, I know it was a really really long timeline but it kind of gives you an idea of what I was dealing with. Now I really want to talk about the effects that it had on me as an athlete and as an individual. For me, during my injury, I was an incredibly stubborn person. What I would do is that I'd feel it get a little bit better and then I would increase my training or like try to go back to my normal training regimen. And that would in turn set me back even more because my body was not ready to handle that. In my mind, being a little bit better, I was fully healed. So I would in turn destroy my progress that I had made and just became this repetitive cycle where I'd take one step forward, think I'd be good to go, increase my training, and then take two steps back. And for a year and a half, because I'm still dealing with it today, there are so many things that I've stepped out of doing because I can't do it because of my injury. And this is activities, this is training sessions, all these things. And after you're doing it for a year and a half, it feels like you are just making excuses when there is a full reason behind why you're saying those things. So I always felt like that I was making excuses for not doing these things when in reality my knees fully would not let me do it. I'll give an example. I am getting back into things after my traveling and this is the first time I've really been working on the exercises given to me to do at the gym for my knee. It was the first day and this was the first time I had done these exercises. My knees had become so exhausted and there is so much tension in my knees and that was the big thing that was causing me issues was like all this built up tension. And so throughout the week, I was trying to relieve this tension, whether it be a roller, a massage gun or stretching. I was trying so, so hard to relieve this tension, but it was not working. It got to the point where I was planning on going back to physical therapy just so they could relieve the tension from my knees because I couldn't do it myself. And what happened is that a few days after this whole thing happened, I went to go serving with my team and we were doing a little bit of a warm-up and a lot of it involved leg use I guess and there is still so much built-up tension in my knees that I literally could not I, I really couldn't do these exercises I could do them but at very very slow pace and our coach asked me like oh what's happening oh it's because of your knees isn't it and I'm like yeah it's because of my knees again this was after a year and a half of me constantly saying these things so it felt like I was just essentially making excuses for myself to not do this warm-up whenever I'm training that was that's one of my coaches I have another coach and when I'm mainly training with this other coach which his name is Nundle I'm just gonna say his name is Nundle I feel really really bad because I've been training with him for several years at this point there are so many times where I have to not train because of the pain that I am dealing with in my knees or during our training sessions I can't really do certain things because of how I feel it almost feels like a disservice to my coach that I am telling him that I can't do the things that he wants me to do it feels like I'm not taking him seriously and it feels that, that I am incapable of doing the things that he's asking me to do and it's not a good feeling it really isn't and I've been making these quote-unquote excuses for 
a year and a half and it just is it's so repetitive to where he gets frustrated he used to get frustrated after i kind of explained it to him like what i've been dealing with he kind of understood but it's also kind of hard to limit myself because i can feel good during an exercise and then a few hours later be in pain so i have to figure out like hmm I can do this exercise right now, but will I have future consequences for doing this? So a lot of times I do have to step back, not because my knees are in pain, but because they might be in pain in the future. So it was always just this repetitive cycle of saying, telling people I can't do things because of my injury, and then trying to push myself to do things, and then in turn taking a step back because I damaged them in some way, or I asked them to do something that they weren't ready to do yet. And also another thing is that when you can no longer do something, for example for me, my sin of paddleboarding, you realize how much you want to do it. This injury really made me realize how much I wanted to commit to stand up paddleboarding. A lot of times leading up to my injury, I'd always be like, oh, do I really have to do this? Do I really have to do that? But once my injury was a thing and I couldn't do those things, I realized how much I missed them. So that in turn made me realize how much I loved this sport and I wanted to continue doing it. And another thing that I want to talk about is the PTSD from my injury. I've, again, I keep on saying this, this has been a year and a half long injury and in the beginning we had around four to five different doctors opinions and we still hadn't really figured out what was wrong with me and it was almost this never-ending chase to find answers and it became really really stressful and like this mental toll was put on me and then having to deal with those really really bad injections the one like the lubricant injection and then the glucose injections were both were like very very painful and so nowadays I cannot handle needles because of that situation. I want to stay as far away from needles. I, I can't handle it anymore. And I didn't really think that my injury had a really big mental toll on me. I knew that I had developed a fear of needles through this, but I didn't really realize how much it affected me until this year, the end of September, I had to get a CT scan for an illness that I was dealing with. It was kind of similar to what I was doing with my injury where we had gone from doctor to doctor trying to figure out what was wrong with me everything kind of came crashing down while I was getting the CT scan when it was really similar to when I got my MRI that I had a full panic attack while getting the CT scan and it just made me realize how much my injury has affected me mentally so yeah I just wanted to bring that instance up to talk about how if you're dealing with an injury and you're dealing with all of these mental holes that it is giving you, you are not alone. I've been dealing with this too. With it continuously affecting me mentally, even after a year after getting the injections done or getting all of these doctor recommendations, it is still affecting me to this day. But I am slowly making improvements. I think it'll always be something that I am dealing with. I This injury will never go away. I still currently struggle to lift more than my weight for long periods of time, whether that be like dumbbell squats or lunges with weights, any sort of movement like that is still really hard for me to do. And there's times where if I paddle too much, 
I have to take a few days off just because of the tension that's building up in my knees. I think that is all. I don't really know where to end this. I don't know if there's like, there's not a conclusion because I'm still dealing with this. But yeah, I hope this gave you a little bit of an insight with what I've been dealing with the past year and a half. And if you're dealing with something similar, just know that you aren't alone. And that there's other people out there that are dealing with the same things as you. But I think that is it for today. It was a very, very long one, but I hope it was a productive, informative one. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.